Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomeninatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Jeez, that's, that's cold. That's what they call cold. It was supposed to be that I know. in mid-November. It's good for the deer and the deer hunters, correct? Get some moving. Yeah. Uh, you know, every winter, there is uh, I think I'm getting this right. There's a, a weather pattern that, that kind of dominates for the winter months. And this year, I saw in a recent uh, report I read, I believe it's a La Nina pattern, which means that the jet stream stays across the northern third, if you will, of the nation, which pushes all the fronts west to east, kind of on that track, for us, indicates warmer, drier weather throughout the winter months, compared to an El Nino, where the jet stream drops further south. I'm not a meteorologist. This is just the bare bones minimum of what I know here, or understand so if I'm wrong, somebody tell me. But that's well, the way in I fairness, it. we understand a lot more about La Nina and El Nino nowadays than we did in say oh the late '80s, where nobody even heard of it. That's true, and I'm not even sure where the terms come from, the labels. I don't know. But in an El Nino, I think I got this right. The jet stream tracks across west to east, the southern part of the United States, meaning the cold air drops down to that level. And the fronts move across the jet stream, and it typically produces wetter, colder air uh, along the jet stream there. That's right. Which is what I think we had last year, if I'm not mistaken. Apparently the first written record of El Nino was around 1525 when Francisco Pizarro made landfall in Peru and noted rainfall in the deserts. Jeez, 
That's what it goes back to, 1525. Around 1525 when he made landfall. Man. That's a long time ago. Well, so do you see that? Do you see the weather pattern? Is that uh, Did I get that right? El Nino versus La Nina? Because El Nino, I think that would be right if he saw rainfall, observed rainfall in the desert, meaning the jet stream is further to the south across the desert. The fronts come through there, drop rain, gets a little colder. So also I think I saw a long-range forecast for Thanksgiving in the northern Midwest and north, northeastern states, like blizzard-like conditions potentially yeah i think as a result of the jet stream being right on top of them in this weather pattern so uh nonetheless uh we got weather coming in and i should be out of here and be really nice i think for the next couple of days around mississippi some scattered thunderstorms are possible over the weekend, but as you get into Thanksgiving week, uh, the only thing I'm seeing for the Magnolia State is a potential for rain on Thanksgiving. Potential? But it's like 30% at this point. Okay. Well, hopefully it'll be nice. So, in case you're not aware, yesterday, Mississippi, the state of Mississippi executed David Neil Cox. believe he was pronounced dead at 6.12 p.m. our time. And this is the first one in quite some time, I believe. Uh, when's the last one we did? It's a while ago. Hmm. But, yeah, so, and he had some final words and wrote a letter, I believe, and final meal. First was. execution since 2012. Okay, 2012. All right. He was convicted in 2010, seems like, as I recall. Or he may have been, he may have committed the, the crime, which was murder of his estranged wife. Anyhow, uh, he was executed by the state yesterday. Pled guilty to capital murder in May of 2010. Okay. I knew there's a 2010. Excuse me. Guilty in 2012 to capital murder in May 2010. So, yeah, oh. the trial was in 2012. So. <clears throat> crime was committed in 2010 all right he um his last words were to his children he says i want my children to know that i love them very much and that i was a good man at one time hmm. that uh he, he visited of course with commissioner burl kane who's been on the program a number of times and I want to say he, like, attempted to starve himself for a while. He was not consuming food. And uh, I think they ended up having to nourish him through some other means while he was in prison. You know, this. of course, there were protesters that are opposed to capital punishment were present. And this is a a really thorny issue, and it seems like we only talk about it when there's an execution. And I believe there are another 12, if I'm not mistaken, on death row in Mississippi, some of which have been there quite some time. I thought the number was higher than that, because I remember seeing in one of the blurbs about the execution that there are 30-some-odd people on death row, but that there are no scheduled executions in the future. Okay. You might be right. Leading up to the execution, Commissioner Kane said that he conversed with Cox about 
whether or not he would experience pain and what it would be like to transition into the afterlife. That's interesting. The commissioner said the family didn't speak after the execution. We don't know of any comment they want to make. If they want to make a comment, they would be here, I suppose. That is a quote from the commissioner. Anyhow, um, he was 50, is that right? 51, I think, age-wise. But he was was apparently uh, ready. 50. 50, okay. So we need to figure out how many are still on death row in Mississippi. I'm not, I'm not sure either. Again, this is just a subject, you know, we don't talk about until there is a, an execution or or a request, a, a suit, I guess, for a stay, et cetera. Um, I don't know how many states still have capital punishment. I know I spent a lot of time on a big IT project in the late 90s in New Jersey and talked about that. They did not have capital punishment, but there was one institution, one correctional institution, that housed about 2,400 offenders. Trenton State Prison, this was when I was there in 1999, they were all in for life. Without parole was the situation then. Had uh, committed very serious crimes. Anyhow... On a bit of a... 36, currently on 36, thank you. Charlie from Pearl sent that in as well. I'm not sure where I got the 12 from. I apologize for that. Appreciate the correction. 36. 36 is a lot, seems like. Hmm. And isn't it true that some of those, or at least one or two, I'm, I'm a, it is my understanding, have been there for like a long time? Very long time. Yeah, I'm not seeing any details on an individual basis, but looking at a list and just presuming based on inmate numbers, there's a couple in here that, unless the numbering system has changed, yeah, they've been in there a minute. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll uh, turn our attention to something a little bit cheerier, I guess you could call it that. The Los Angeles Staples Center, you know what that is. You seen this? It's been renamed. It is the, of course, it's the downtown arena in Los Angeles, described by some as iconic, uh, where the NBA plays, of course, Los Angeles Lakers, and it has been renamed to Crypto.com. How about that? Crypto.com. It is owned and operated by Anschutz Entertainment Group. I almost did a deal with Anschutz, like an investment deal in my company, believe it or not, years ago. Hey, that's AEG. Uh, crypto.com. They've been pursuing uh, sponsorships in the sports world for some time, but does this sort of indicate it's here to stay? I mean, it's been uh, I would hesitate on that, though, because remember, there were stadiums named after dot-coms during the dot-com bubble, That's too. That's true. <laughs> I'm, but I'm, uh, and, uh, I sh- I'm sorry, I should have clarified. I'm talking about crypto. I think it's pretty much here. We'll be right back. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 61. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold, low all the way down to 36. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. And for your Saturday, widespread frost early, then sunny skies, high near 68. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Guide Go 601-879-3969. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's do Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have Welcome back, as the song says. Welcome back, Cotter. That was a great show. 70s, I think. Mr. Cotter. Young John Travolta. Yeah, Vinny Barbarino. We are back here. So, coming up on the program, by the way, today at 11.05, Kim Jackson, the Federal Security Director of the TSA here at the Jackson Medgar Wiley Evers International Airport. We'll talk about holiday travel. That's getting cranked up now. 
And then some other big news here in the state of Mississippi, quite relevant to the state of Mississippi, is the cancellation of the Yazoo Pumps Project by the Biden administration. Statements have already been released by late yesterday by the governor, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, and Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce Andy Gibson. But we'll have at 12.05 Hank Burdine, our good friend, board member with the Mississippi Levy Commission. I'm sure that uh, Hank will have a thing or two to say about this deal. Seems like a slap in the face here. The Biden administration, I don't know, looks like they're putting environmentalist demands ahead of the needs of Mississippians. This problem ain't going away. And I think everybody thought this was all set. I certainly did. I mean, I was shocked, Rhino, when this came out yesterday. It was I didn't hear any buzz that this was even up for consideration of, for cancellation. Did you Were you aware anything before? I know you caught it and distributed it around to the team here. I would imagine it, it wasn't off the table once Biden took office and immediately started trying to undo anything and everything he could that Trump had done. Yeah. And considering this was one of the last things Trump got done before he left office, it's not all that surprising, but the timing is a little weird. Yeah. It is weird. It's You would think if they were going to cut it, they would have done so sooner. Right. It's suspect at best. It's It could be, I hope not, some form of political retribution at worst, right? I hope not. That'd be bad. So we'll see what Hank says about this. On the ceasefire text line, give us a text if you want to join the conversation, 601-879-4395. The L.A. Clippers also play in that arena, talking about the Staples Center, now Crypto.com. But their owner, Steve Ballmer, he of Microsoft fame, of course, is going to be building a new arena near the L.A. Rams football stadium. You know, I can't think of Steve Ballmer without thinking of that video of him just drenched in sweat trying to hype up the crowd. That's right. Uh, I remember. And everybody else is just awkwardly clapping and swaying behind him. <laughs> yeah, not his deal. He's worth a penny or two. I think. He can afford to look like a fool in public. (laughs) That's very true. Very true. Uh, You can thank that jackass Benny Thompson for it. Actually, I think Benny came out and made a statement, did he not, demonstrating, expressing some concern for the cancellation. We'll see. Retaliation for the mandate thwarting. That's from Amanda from Pike County. I don't know, Amanda. I, I kind of feel like this was in the works for a while, and I'm not sure that that, that just happened uh, spontaneously as a result of all this stuff. I guess that is a, another big uh, news item. There's so much going on, uh, Rhino. You know, I don't know which way to turn here, but uh, we'll try to get to all that we can. But OSHA, right, they come out yesterday and announced they will suspend implementation and enforcement of Joe Biden's vaccine mandate. I think they took note of 
what happened in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals where a stay was granted in, in an opinion from the Fifth Circuit Court, by the way, they termed the OSHA mandate as, quote, staggeringly overbroad and, quote, excuse me, and ordered it to, quote, take no steps to implement or enforce the mandate until further court order. So that's what's happening here. There was a temporary halt issued on November 6th, and then they sort of reaffirmed that uh, on the 12th, I believe, of November, <laughs> with this order. And you recall we discussed yesterday there was a lottery. We had the good professor on the program earlier in the week from Ole Miss, and he explained that to us, literally a lottery to pick to determine the venue of the circuit courts, and that appears to be now determined in the Sixth Circuit Court, where all cases related to this matter will be heard. And I think it's broadly thought, certainly by the professor and other attorneys I've talked to, that ultimately this lands at the Supreme Court. But I think the good news from a mandate perspective is OSHA says... We ain't going to do this deal. And that's what their court ordered until there is further instruction or order from the court, which I think is going to come in the form of some settlement of this matter in the Supreme Court. We'll see. But certainly those of us who oppose this overreaching mandate by the Biden administration are pleased that OSHA is stepping down. Now, what will happen with respect to the private sector, and by the way, this is the the aspect of the order that applies to the private sector requiring all employers with more than 100 employees to vaccinate their employees or test them on a weekly basis or pay a big old fine, 14 grand per incident. And we shared a couple of weeks ago, we found buried in the Build Back Better plan that's so misnamed, <laughs> such a misnomer, mislabeled. Anyhow, there there is uh, plans to increase those fines to seventy thousand bucks, up to seven hundred thousand bucks per incident. This just seems like the wrong hill to die on, in my view. You want a vaccination? Go get it. It's widely available, free for the asking. If you don't, don't. You're on your own. It's just a matter of risk tolerance on either side. This is not a place for the government, in my opinion. Also, if I were a sitting Republican senator, yep, I would offer a cash bonus to whoever worked underneath me in the office to dig through the bill and find the provision that paid for the Build Back Better bill mascot that's walking around outside the Capitol. Okay, I missed that. What's that? There's somebody in a mascot. Looks like the I'm just a bill some on Capitol Hill thing <laughs> from Schoolhouse Rock with BBB Bill on a blue T-shirt <laughs> wandering around talking about, I'm tired of being in the house. <laughs> Get me out of the house. <laughs> oh, I laugh because that's insane. But you know it, it had to be paid for somehow. Yeah, 
and I wouldn't put it past them to <laughs> slide it in there. Go ahead and pay for it with this bill. We'll just go ahead and get it made, but yeah, we'll pay for it with this bill once it <laughs> oh, passes. Oh, gosh. You're right. Uh, and so the big news, by the way, on the Build Back Better plan is that the CBO is scheduled to release their analyses of the plan, I think tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. And the Democrats are stressed out because they've already said in some preliminary findings that, you know, this amount of money contemplated to be raised from uh, beefing up the IRS with, what, 80,000 agents, they estimated that to be $400 billion. We said this yesterday, but uh, I think it bears repeating. The CBOs, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the bill drafters, if you will, said $400 billion is contemplated to, to uh, be raised in, the t- in terms of additional tax revenue just by increasing the size of the IRS. But the CBO says, no, we think it's $120 million. And that is, this is all assuming there's $120 billion of, of tax cheating going on. That's, that's the, the predicate of this. I just don't think that's the case, honestly. I think the CBO says $120, the Democrats say $400. I say it's more like zero, honestly. I'm just not confident. But, again... We got to talk about this number two item in the whole dang bill, which are it's welfare for the rich. It's cronyism and it's worse. Carmen San Diego, Rockapella used to perform that on the show. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. Stay with us. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. 
If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601-355-3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On December 1st, the U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments in the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization case. It centers around a 2018 Mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks. Two federal courts have already blocked it, saying the law conflicts with Roe v. Wade. Attorney General Lynn Fitch says there is no text, history, tradition, or structure to support that abortion is a given right by the Constitution. So what we have to do and what our argument is you have to treat it like other issues that are applicable states so you apply the rational basis review by the courts and just sort of explaining that it's two questions does the state have a legitimate interest and secondly is the law rationally related to that meeting that interest fitch said if you strip away the political noise the case is simply about the rule of law and people's ability through their elected officials to make decisions for themselves for super talk mississippi news i'm andy davis He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. 
No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Bring it on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Friday Eve. Okay, so I have to confess every now and then I will sing that song when I'm leaving the house to my wife. <laughs> uh, she doesn't find it humorous. Imagine that. All right, so uh, this is a big deal, folks. This this CBO scoring and and. You're not seeing, I guess, a lot of it, and maybe folks in our corner aren't paying attention to it, but this is the biggest spending bill ever, I believe, passed through the reconciliation process, should it be passed. And it is, as they say, transformational. Now, the the spending bills during the pandemic, even during the Trump era, were gigantic. They were one time. However, these are permanent programs, and the Democrats are up to this this tomfoolery. And even Kristen Sinema saying, "We got to be honest." Democrat Senator Kristen Sinema thought to be a thorn in the sides of the Democrats because thus far, she's not signaled her support for the Biden domestic agenda, the Build Back Better plan. So here's what they do: just just so. It, it's kind of understood, they'll put tax increases in the bill, and they'll extend them out for the entire 10-year period, the term of those tax adjustments in the form of increases. The ten, It's 10 years which is scored by the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office. That is used by the parliamentarian, and of course, in, in determining whether or not it fits the rules for reconciliation and it also what the, once they come out and score it the party in this case the democrats if it shows hey this is more expensive than is being suggested by the democrats and it's going to produce deficits which they say it will not that obviously uh, tears at the credibility of the legislation and it just makes it difficult if not impossible to pass well here's the deal they put the tax increases for the entire 10 years but the welfare program, such as the child tax credit, it's only in there for one. And that's how they make the numbers work. And so the CBO scores it that way, but it is thought, even in scoring it under those methodologies, that the $1.7 trillion measure is going to be scored by the CBO to be $4.5 trillion. 
And when it was three and a half, you remember, I kept saying it's really seven. It's the same concept. And, and that's not taking into consideration the fact that you put these programs in place, they're permanent, they never go away. Oh, just a year. We're just going to send you money for a year for having children. No, they're permanent. They never go away. So let's be honest about that. But who could forget during the deliberations of the Trump tax, so-called Trump tax cuts, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the TCJA, passed in 2017. All we've heard since then is Trump just gave money to his friends, his rich friends. It was tax cuts for the rich, the rich, the rich, the rich. Well, the Democrats are so incompetent, they can't even figure out how to tax the rich, because now their own Joint Committee on Taxation, they being Congress, Congress's JCT, the Joint Committee on Taxation, they're the official scorekeeper on tax policy changes. They say that in this bill, two out of three, out of every three taxpayers with incomes over a million and nearly nine of ten with incomes between 500 grand and a million will get a net, a net tax cut. That's because they're going to increase the state and local tax deduction. They're not being honest about this. We're being honest here. The Joint Committee on Taxation says, yeah, people that make between 500, I'm looking at the analysis, in 100K and a million, excuse me, they will receive a tax decrease of greater than $500. I think the average is actually 6,000. The JCT says 86% of taxpayers in the 500 to a million range are going to receive this average tax cut. 86%. Wait, I thought the Democrats were all about making the rich pay their fair share. What they're not telling you is this applies to these high-income taxpayers in the blue states with ridiculously high state and local taxes. This is simply payback. This is payback to who put them in office. It's just unbelievable how they're just uh, deceitful and duplicitous about this. So do you want to tax the rich more or not? Because you're not in this bill. You're taxing corporations. Yeah, you're, you're taxing stock buybacks, which is silly. You've got this surtax on people that make more than $10 million. And, and $25 million, uh, an 8% surtax is what it's called. But the people between $500 and a million, they're going to get a $6,000 tax decrease on average under this bill. Wow. I just wanted to pass that on because this is going to be big news tomorrow when the CBO is expected at this point to release the score. And we'll we'll see where this legislation goes. This would be the most sweeping bill from an economic and fiscal policy perspective, honestly, since FDR. I mean, that's how big this is. We're talking about permanent programs in that respect. In the meantime, the president's poll numbers continue to tank. And to a great extent, it's because people cannot ignore what they're feeling in their pocketbooks. 
Now, not so long ago, Joe Biden had this to say about his policies. Yeah, this was actually from October 2020, less than a month away from him getting elected president of the United States. None of you will have your taxes raised. Anyone making less than $400,000 will not see a penny in taxes raised. You'll actually see your standard of living go up and your costs go down. Right. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Joe. Is anybody experiencing that? Not that I know of. So Politico comes out and says, has a poll. This is an interesting poll. It wasn't just a simple yes or no, or do do you uh, approve of Joe Biden? They, They had some very specific questions in this poll, which was conducted, I believe, last week. And this was a Politico morning consult. They polled 1,998 registered voters. Joe Biden is a clear communicator. That is the question. 57% disagree. 56% say Joe Biden is a strong leader. They disagree. Disagree, meaning 44% say he's a strong leader, and 43% say he's a clear communicator. That ain't good, is it? That don't sound very good. Even a Harvard-Harris poll found that 53% of voters said they had doubts about Biden's fitness. I'm not sure that question's ever been asked about a president in a poll. Uh, Their fitness. 43% did not. I'm sure somebody asked it about Trump. Yeah, uh, like mental acuity probably, huh? Asked if, this is interesting. How about this one, Rhino? I'm not. I've never heard of this one. Asked if Biden is too old to be president. Too old. Sounds awful ageist. Fifty-eight <laughs> percent said he was. Fifty-eight percent in a Harvard poll, and forty-two percent said he was fit enough. Huh. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it was conducted November thirteenth through the fifteenth. So. Uh, those are interesting, very direct questions, just about not only his approval, but about his his fitness to serve. And it's uh, that's concerning to me. He turns he turns seventy seventy nine this Saturday. Biden says he's going to run again, but his allies have their doubts. Hmm. I mean, what's he supposed to say? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Asked if whether if Biden he came out right if he came out in the next hour and said, you know what, guys, I'm going to be however old at the end of this term. I'm not going to run again. The insanity that would ensue in the Democrat Party between now and then. You're totally right. It it break down. But they're already under enormous pressure because things ain't going too well. Forty percent of voters surveyed agree with the statement that Biden is in good health. I've never even heard of that in a poll on a president. Fifty percent disagree, say he's not in good health. And that 10 percentage point gap, that's a 29-point shift since October 2020, when I believe that tape you just played was made. We'll step aside. we got to tell you what Jen Psaki says about inflation. <laughs> Stay with us, folks. We'll return.
Agri-Market Report for the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are in a tailspin this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 253 to 35,680. The NASDAQ is down 55 to 15,866. And the S&P 500 is down 11 to 4,676. From the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton is down 114 to 115,78. And May cotton is down 110 to 114,18. At the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans are up 5 and 3 quarters to 12,82 and 3 quarters a bushel. March soybeans are up five and a half to twelve ninety three and three quarters a bushel. December corn is up five and a half to five eighty and three quarters a bushel. March corn is up six to five eighty seven and a half a bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle are up eighty five cents to one thirty seven twenty five. April live cattle are up fifty two cents to one forty eighty. January live feeders are up forty two cents to one fifty nine thirty five. And March live feeders are up fifteen cents to one sixty one twenty five. For the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network, I'm Bob Sullender. If you are building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, and even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com to learn more. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Are we gonna do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. It's actually a funny little factoid about George Jetson. The the Jetsons takes place in the year 2062, in the future. And George Jetson is 40 years old at the beginning of the show. And if you look up his birthday, his birthday is August 27th, 2022. Okay. Which means sometime in the next two weeks, George Jetson's getting conceived. Hmm. <laughs> now, that's a factoid there, if there ever was one. Uh, how many times in the show did they mention the year uh, uh, that was the show was set? Maybe once or twice. <laughs> that's some very... serious trivia there, oh, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> well, and then you'd have to know his age, right? How many times was that ever mentioned, I wonder? 
I want to say that was more often than the year it took place. Usually okay. in arguments with his boss. Okay. Mr. Spacely of Spacely, Spacely Sprockets. Sprockets. <laughs> what a great concept that whole deal was. So much fun. All right, so you just heard Joe Biden tell us that life was going to be just zippity-doo-dah. Economic bliss would, would break out. Should he be elected to the presidency? But in the meantime, we got Jen Psaki. And what does she say? She tweets, question, why, when Americans are seeing higher prices, are Republicans united against a bill to lower core costs on prescription drugs, health care, child care, and elder care? Answer, they're rooting for inflation. Really? We're rooting for inflation. That's what you say. This is what you say when you gaslight. That's exactly. That's like classic gaslighting there. Maybe Secondly, even a bit of projection. Yes. A little both. A little both. Because she actually has said, you you guys are spending too much money. That's why. <laughs> um, that's the problem here. But this is when you're out of valid arguments. How about... Sarah Zhang. Did I say that right? J-E-O-N-G. I think that's right. Yeah. So she's an editorial writer over there at the New York Times. You know, you can always count on some fodder coming out of the slimes. Yesterday, she tweets, All the stuff you see about inflation in the news is driven by rich people flipping their... Because their parasit I can't say the word. Because their parasitic assets aren't doing as well as they'd like, and they're scared that unemployment benefits plus stimmy checks plus fifteen dollar minimum wage plus labor shortage is why. It's rich people. They're the ones that are mad about that inflation. Not you folks. Nah. Nobody's feeling that pinch. Just like Stephanie Rule said, right? We play that from MSNBC. The dirty little secret is you can afford it. So the logic there is inflation is just cool, hunky-dory, A-OK, because the government stuck money in your account to pay for the increase of costs. That's the logic that they're applying here. It's the same logic that Jen Psaki is saying. You should be okay with inflation because... Uh, because we're gonna we're gonna pass this bill that's got all these bennies in it, all these welfare redistribution. It's just mind-boggling the economic lunacy coming out of this. And and I dwell on this because it affects us all. You can't escape it. It's in your face every day, every night. It is causing stress across America. How can it not? Wages are not keeping up with it. The price of everything is dramatically increased. And it has now been determined that the price of Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving meal, will be the highest on record by a long shot. How can any of that be good? But that's what we have here coming out of this administration. So... (laughs) The uh, interestingly enough, 
Biden has asked the FTC to examine oil and gas companies' role in high gas prices. He is implying that they're just ripping everybody off, that they're that they haven't really experienced an increase in their costs, which are reflected at the pump. No, they're gouging everybody. That's the theory. It's always pointing fingers everywhere else, but at the person responsible, the responsible party. It's ridiculous. A little twilight zone there. That's cool, Rhino. Appreciate that. We're going to take a break right here. Super Talk News, Fox News, Kim Jackson from the TSA will join us after the break. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 News, I'm Jared McHugh. In response to her critics inside and outside the Beltway, Vice President Kamala Harris says she and President Biden are getting things done. I am very, very excited about the work that we have accomplished, but I am also absolutely, absolutely clear-eyed that there is a lot more to do and we're going to get it done. The Vice President this morning on ABC's Good Morning America. The nomination of Nicholas Burns, President Biden's pick for U.S. Ambassador to China, is being blocked by GOP Senator Marco Rubio. He explains why. We need diplomats that are going to be strong and are going to go to China and not get invited to their parties and not, you know, polite conversation, but actually be very strong about expressing our outrage over human rights violations, but also the technology they steal, how they block our companies uh, from access to their economy. Senator Rubio on Fox Business Network's Mornings with Maria. America is listening to Fox News. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Skeletal remains discovered in a wooded area near the Escatapa River in Moss Point have been identified. Aaron McGraw was reported missing in 2015, a year before his remains were found. He had a history of mental illness and often slept in the woods. No foul play is suspected. And the annual General Assembly of Interpol will take place in Turkey this weekend. Senator Roger Wicker says the organization is a vital global law enforcement network that helps police from different communities cooperate with each other to control crime. Unfortunately, it has also become a tool in the hands of despots and crooks who seek to punish dissidents and political opponents. On the Senate floor, Wicker called out Turkey as one of the biggest abusers, as well as Russia, China, and Venezuela. 
For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work helped make your gathering possible. From the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey, sweet potato casserole, cream corn, and delicious pecan pie. Our Mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you. May God bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season. This message is brought to you by the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation and Farm Families of Mississippi. Hello here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. JumpstartTestPrep.com. My son is not some statistic. My daughter's not a headline. My girl, she's not someone's agenda. What he, what she is, is irreplaceable. COVID hospitalizations of young people have tripled since the start of summer. So I talked to my daughter's doctor about COVID vaccines. She said they're highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths, even from the Delta variant. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And action. Our favorite restaurant's open again. I'm so pumped to be back on campus. So happy the kids will be back in school. Whoa, stop. Wait, I can't do this. Life is not back to normal. COVID is not over. I got my shot. Are you guys even vaccinated? The only way to beat this thing is for us all to be vaccinated. I mean, the variants are deadly. So please, please, please do it today. A message from the Mississippi State Department of Health. If you get a text message from Regents Bank saying a temporary hold has been placed on your account, don't click anything. Clinton police say it's a scam. The text advises users to click on a link to remove the hold, but don't do it. Contact your local Regents Bank if you have any questions. And more than likely, you saw the photos of Rocky the Kangaroo, who was loose on I-55 in Madison this week. Well, WLBT reports that Rocky, who escaped Tuesday, is now back home. He belongs to child psychologist Dr. Alyssa Killebrew, who uses Rocky for child therapy sessions. Soon, he'll be relocated to the family's farm in Flora. And a second Christmas movie is being filmed in Natchez. A casting call has been issued by Evergreen Films for Christmas in the Quarter. Evergreen is the same production company which filmed Every Time a Bell Rings. That debuts tonight on Hallmark Movies Now. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Mississippi every hit. This ball is your listening to every day with Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get the Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. 
Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Welcome back, everyone. And Midday Super Talk immensely. Mississippi. No Thanks so much for joining you, Gerard and Rhino, the in the studio. Joining us now also in the studio, Kim Jackson, the you aren't. Federal Security Director of the TSA at the Jackson Medgar Wiley Evers. International Airport. Thanks for coming in today, Kim. Hey, thank you, Gerard, for inviting us and share some of the uh, things that's going on at TSA for Mississippi-wise. Well, uh, first of all, 20th anniversary yes, of the absolutely. TSA. Yes. Is that right? Yes, absolutely, yes. So just want to talk about, you know, TSA started, it was in existence uh, after 9-11, and it was established after the Aviation uh, Transportation Security Administration the act which yep. is called ASA for us yep. and so we it was signed into law of night uh november 19th november 19th uh of 20 uh of 2020 of 01 yep. and so that means that you know coming up is the tsa 20th anniversary and we just want to commemorate and talk about some of the things that has been going on with TSA and where we was uh, been established and the responsibility of our nation and the transportation system and so how safe it is compared to today that it was then. Yeah. Well, I think there's uh, probably a misconception out there perhaps that security threats are not uh, really don't still exist, but they, they truly do. Uh, what we uh, don't know, or perhaps we do, and maybe you can share that with us, Kim, is, is how many are uh, are thwarted as a result of TSA and, and its efforts. Yeah. So I would tell you that the, it is safer to fly today than it was in, back in 2001. Uh, and and so today, of course, as you know, that they're, they're, they're still trying to, to hurt us and, and, and get on our aircraft and, and cause harm. But we've been very fortunate that since uh, 9-11, we have not had any type of terrorist attacks that, that has... Uh, that is problem uh, the the American. So one of the things is that we was this was based on um, we we was based on a one uh, system approach uh, that when TSA came in existence, you know one one model fit all. Well, today we have an intelligence based approach now that we work with di- different agency to uh, to gather intelligence on you know not to gather intelligence but work in, in concert mm-hmm. our concert with intelligence to make sure that there's nothing happen. We work with other different agency uh, intelligence that you do see some of the intelligence that we see with some of the technology that we have in existing with TSA today when you go coming into the queue uh, with TSA and then. There's some of the intelligence that you do not see. So with some of the things that we're doing today, which makes uh, traveling much more safer than it normally would be. Yeah. So what advice do you have for uh, travelers? we got the holiday travel season coming up, and that's always incredibly yeah. uh, busy, of course. And you got to believe with folks being shut down the way they were over the last year with the COVID restrictions that they're anxious to get back out and travel and it's expected to uptick, I think, quite a bit over the next few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that one of the things that we're looking at, we've had another tick uh, here uh, in Mississippi. We have seven airports that we're responsible that I'm responsible for. Yeah, uh, six federalized airports, one uh, uh, private uh, screening airport. Uh, of those seven airports, uh, you can expect. Uh, the traveling will will pick up. Traveling start picking up about Tuesday of next week, uh, prior to the uh, to the uh, 
Thanksgiving holiday, and it'll it, it, it'll be uh, picked up probably to the end of the Christmas throughout the Christmas holiday. So one of the things that we talk about for traveling tips is that. Um, uh, to make sure that you look at go on the tsa.gov website, and it talks about the things that is prohibited, non-prohibited items that you can bring on bring on uh, the aircraft. So we just like to make sure we highlight those things. Make sure we don't bring any uh, prohibited items on those uh, on the aircraft. And if you know, one of the things that we're talk about is uh, the, the, of those prohibited items that we've had. Big problems here in Mississippi is gun fines. Really? Yes. And so uh, as opposed to last year, we only had 19 gun fines uh, over the whole entire, entire year. So far, we're at 64 gun fines for the for the uh, state of Mississippi for this particular year, 2021. So it's almost tripled or has tripled. Right, so what does someone do, a, a, a traveler, to that results in these fines? Is this is this when they just show up at TSA at the checkpoint and they've got a, a firearm, a weapon? Yes. So we, we find them, and, you know, when they get ready to go through the queue uh, to get on, and they have their carry-on bags, mm-hmm. normally they have the, a firearm in the bag. Mm-hmm. We, you know, it's, well, you know, my wife packed the bag or someone else packed or I forgot that it was in my bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, so these are some of the things that we hear. Uh, if you want to travel with a firearm and ammunition, there's ways to do that. When you get to the airline that you're flying, to make sure you declare that, say that I have ammunition and I have a, a firearm in my bag and everything. And it has to be in a lock case, of course. And uh, so you declare that. Once you declare it, okay, you're good to go. Yeah. But what happens is when you get in trouble is when you do not declare that firearm, and we find it in your bag, whether it's in your check luggage or whether it's in your carry-on. Yeah, I got you. All right, so um, and that ha- and that's happened at the Jackson Airport. I mean, you had folks and, come through that had guns packed in their bags. Right. And so this, six, this sixty-four that we're talking about is is all over the uh, excuse me, all over Mississippi. Yeah. that we've had. Okay, but but it frequently, you know, across Jackson is our largest airport in the state of Mississippi. Yeah. We we tend to have more of those gun fines here at Jackson, sure. but it, it occurs throughout the entire state at all of our airports. That's incredible. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, uh, what about staffing? How are you guys doing? There's been some concerns about that. The vaccine mandates. I've seen some reports that there may be some some attrition as a result of that. How are you guys doing on, on so, that? So here in Mississippi, we're doing good. Uh, staffing, uh, of course, there's a vaccine mandate saying that as of uh, Monday, I mean, well, as of the 22nd of November, everybody has to meet the federal mandate right. that was signed by the president. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here in Mississippi, we've done extremely well. We have 225 employees hmm. throughout the state of Mississippi. Okay. And as of uh, this morning, uh, I think I have four people that has not either has not met the mandate or two has not gone into the system. Okay, to say that they have to say that they yeah. have met that mandate. Hmm. Uh, we have people that has applied for the religious, either yeah. religious or some type of accommodation. Mm-hmm. And uh, but for us being staff, whether or not we were ready to meet the holiday uh, travel requirements demands. We have no problems. Wow. Here. So four of 220. Yes. 225. Wow. 
Because I, I thought, uh, Kim, I'd seen reports that on a national basis, as many as 40% of the TSA yeah. had not uh, been vaccinated or perhaps not confirmed through the system that they right. had. Right, and, and that is true. Uh, that was 40% as about two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. Today, that, that percentage is probably down to maybe less than 10%. Oh, now. okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So um, are, is the TSA, is it, it actively engaged in recruiting? Absolutely. We always engage in recruiting. And, and recruiting has been a, a challenge just like it's been a challenge for all other industries across the nation and everything. Yeah. But we're always engaged in recruiting. We always have recruiting initiatives, recruiting hiring. And I would go to so much to say TSA is always hiring. Okay. And we're always looking for uh, qualified people that will meet the standards to make sure that uh, that you can be one of our transportation security officers. It is an entry. TSA is sometimes an entryway into the federal government to to move on to other agencies and things of that nature. But we're always recruiting. And and uh, the TSA, I assume, trains them. Yes, we train them. We train them. We equip them. We clothe them because they are, they wear uniforms. Yeah. And so uh, they go through uh, initially a, a two week, two to three week process here at the home station or wherever the airport is no, normally located within the state. Yeah. And then we have a two week uh, training program that's over in uh, Glencoe at the National Federal Law Enforcement Training Center over in Glencoe, Georgia. And so. We, we, we send them to training, and then once they come back, uh, they go through about a two- or three-week uh, uh, on-the-job training process also. Very cool. Huh. So I'm a, a frequent traveler. Uh, certainly did quite a bit, uh, Kim, when I was in business, and, and I went to Vicksburg to get the pre-check, yes. which I've had for quite some time. Is it something you recommend that works pretty well? Yeah, absolutely. Pre-check, pre-check is a uh, very added uh, benefit when you're traveling, especially if you're a frequent traveler. Yeah. Uh, Vicksburg is one of our pre-check uh, sites. So okay. you go on to, uh, to tsaprecheck.gov, and, and that will allow you to, to be able to fill out all the information you need. Gotcha. But we have a pre-check center here locally at downtown Jackson. Okay, good. And then, uh, matter of fact, my team today is meeting with uh, the the company that actually do all the pre-check for the nation. And we're looking at a new pilot program called uh, uh, pre-check called the in-journal gotcha. process. Gotcha. And in-journal is going to allow, if you show up at the airport, you can ready to fly out. Yep. We could probably sign you up within two to three minutes. Wow. Kim, thanks for coming on. Uh, uh, fascinating. And uh, good luck with the travel season coming up. Thank you very much, Rod. You got it. Appreciate it. Kim Jackson with the TSA has been our guest. Stay with us. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hey, everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 530 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 530 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. 
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank you. From Salad Lucas Jackson, thank you. Thank you for always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. From Bravo Street Bakery, we thank you. Thank you for your support. Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online. 3in1giftcard.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesign.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Tuned in to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. You got Gerard and Rhino in the studios on this Friday Eve. Supposed to be a nice day tomorrow, huh? Oh yeah, little little chilly, but comfortable. I think in the sixties around here. If nothing else, it'll be Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. yeah, so lots of stuff going on. How about the Rittenhouse trial? You been paying attention to that deal? There's, Slowly but surely, it's coming out. But they're still deliberating. Oh, right? yeah. And they're not sequestered. Seems odd, doesn't it? That's been one of the questions raised pretty much the entire time is, why haven't they been? Yeah, not sequestered. National Guard, I believe, on standby in Kenosha. 
The left is making this big deal about the fact that Rittenhouse crossed state lines. Why is that relevant? He he went 20 miles, right, from his home in Antioch, Illinois, I believe, into Kenosha. And there's 6,000 people that crossed state lines to go to work in Ingalls every day down on the Gulf Coast here in Mississippi. Yeah, that argument, I don't think it holds much legal water, but it would make more logical sense to bring that up if the people that were shot were from Kenosha, but instead didn't they also travel to be there? I believe so. There, you know, there's, of course, memes floating around with the bios and backgrounds and rap sheets, etc. But at the end of the day, the fact that the left is so so bent out of shape. It seems like most of the headlines I saw yesterday were talking about the pro-Rittenhouse, anti-Rittenhouse protesters outside the courthouse clashing and getting in each other's faces and stuff. I didn't see a single headline about when the pizza showed up and they all kind of gathered around and <laughs> shared pizza together. <laughs> That's true. All the pro-Rittenhouse people and all the Black Lives Matter people <laughs> came together when the dominoes showed up. <laughs> but I guess that doesn't sell papers. <laughs> you know, similar... To that makes me think about the old uh, Summer of Love, San Francisco days down there, hate Ashbury, when you had all the all the hippies and the flower children protesting the establishment and capitalism and the man and all that sort of stuff. But <laughs> they would. Uh, of course, sneak around the alleyway to go stuff Big Macs down their throats. <laughs> Fuel up for more protesting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, you know, why does everything have to be about race? I mean, we had a person yesterday texting us, insisting that, I think, I think y'all, so you're included in that, too. We're both racist just because we expressed an opinion of this case, and the left filters everything through the the race lens and simply cannot comprehend that maybe people, there are people in this country that with whom they don't align with politically that do, in fact, just support the rule of law, regardless of the race, the gender, other physical attributes about parties involved in legal matters such as this, or anything for that matter. It's Everything is not about race as they want it to be. But the old race lady, Joy Reid, over at MSNBC, she took to TikTok to publish a video of her thoughts on the Rittenhouse affair. So it's Kyle Rittenhouse trial. It reminded a lot of people of something. Something, I just can't remember what it was. Oh! The Brett Kavanaugh hearings. In which Brett Kavanaugh, who had been accused by a high school friend of committing sexual abuse of her, cried his way through 
the hearings to make him a permanent member and associate justice of the United States Supreme Court. And his tears turned out to be more powerful than the tears of Christine Blasey Ford, which were the tears of an alleged victim. But in America, there's a thing about both white vigilantism and white tears, particularly male white tears. Really white tears in general, because that's what Karen's are, right? They Karen out, and then as soon as they get caught, it's like, <laughs> bring waterworks. White men can get away with that, too. And it has the same effect, even as the right tries to politicize the idea that masculinity is being robbed from American men by multiculturalism and wokeism. They still want to be able to have their tears. So my friend Jahan Jones, who writes the brilliant The Readout blog, wrote a great piece about this. And if you want to read it, you're going to be able to read it right here. Oh, you can always count on the race lady, can't you? <laughs> and the shameless plug. Right. Exactly. The Rally you up blog. with nonsensical race crap <laughs> and then check out my blog. <laughs> Which, by the way, got hacked. That's that. I wasn't the one using the homophobic slurs. It was the hacker on my blog. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what she claims. I know. That, that is her position. So I, I, I learned something there, Rhino. I didn't know tears had a race associated with them. Did you know that? You can have white tears, black tears... A brown tears, red tears. I don't know. The race lady has told us that tears are racist. Or I'm just letting have, you know, if you start crying overtones. and you're not wearing mascara and you wipe away black tears, <laughs> go see a doctor. <laughs> Something's oh, wrong. Oh, race lady. Excuse me, had to take a swig of water there. So... <laughs> Don't that so according to the race lady, Brett Kavanaugh ascended to a seat on the Supreme Court of the United States because he shed white tears during his hearing, his confirmation hearing. That's what got him there. Because white tears, they've got some superpower. No, 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 it's white male tears. White, excuse me, you're right. White male tears. Otherwise, the, the whole, I mean, none of it makes any logical That's sense. True. But the argument falls completely apart when you just use white tears because Christine Blasey Ford was white and she was crying, <laughs> That's too. That's true. Thank you for that clarification. It's so complicated, I, I can't keep up with it. It's what happens when you use circular logic. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so... Kavanaugh, Rittenhouse, same boat, white male tears, right? In our society, of course, we make decisions. We, uh, our outcomes are based on the tears. That's what she's saying here. It's mind-boggling. Now, keep in mind, this is a lady who makes a million and a half bucks a year and went to Harvard. But yet, white males have some sort of special privilege. That's what she's saying here. That is her contention. They what? really want to play privilege poker, but they don't want to play with a fair deck. It's only it's only fair for them if the deck is stacked against other parties. I think that's right. I agree. Because they love painting with a broad brush like, "Oh, if you if you have white skin, then you have obviously been raised with a silver spoon in your mouth." Yes. 
when that's a very tiny percentage of any demographic. That is the contention, and that is the premise for all of this wokeness, for all of this diversity, inclusion, and equity stuff. So I, I, I haven't shared this one yet, but there's a, an investment banker, private equity investment banker group, State Street Capital. I know. Uh, actually, didn't do a deal with them, but looked at a couple of deals they represented. Big outfit. All right, so they've instituted a rule with respect to their employment practices. I'm going to talk about it after the break. This is how crazy things have gotten in the private sector of the United States. Uh, All in an effort, I think, to placate and appease and virtue signal to the woke mob. It's insane. And it is a march to mediocrity. I'll share with you what they're doing when we come back. My great uncle, John Juniker, started Juniker Jewelry Company right here in Jackson in 1944. He was followed by his nephew, my dad, Ted Ravenstein. Then all his children, including my John, followed him in the business. And I joined Uncle John as a fourth generation here at Junikers. I'm Corey. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. Inviting you to join our family this season at Juniker Jewelry Company as we celebrate over seven decades as Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Today we have ten times the selection of diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry you'll find in any other store in the state. All at the guaranteed best price in Mississippi. For your diamond engagement ring. For the ultimate Christmas gift. This holiday, come home to Juniker Jewelry Company. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com. Juniker Jewelry, because love can't wait. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. 
Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871 in downtown Bolton presents Bolton After Dark. Cheers to 150 years this Thursday, November the 18th from 5 to 8 p.m. With music, food, refreshments, discounts, and more, along with the tour of the Cotton Gin with Mr. Ted Kendall from 5 to 7 p.m. Don't forget the $10 gift certificate to B-Town Steakhouse or Bolton Nutrition with a $100 purchase. It's cheers to 150 years at Bolton After Dark at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. This Thursday, November the 18th from 5 to 8 p.m. We'll see you there. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Skeletal remains discovered in a wooded area near the Escatapa River in Moss Point have been identified. Aaron McGraw was reported missing in 2015, a year before his remains were found. He had a history of mental illness and often slept in the woods. No foul play is suspected. And the annual General Assembly of Interpol will take place in Turkey this weekend. Senator Roger Wicker says the organization is a vital global law enforcement network that helps police from different communities cooperate with each other to control crime. Unfortunately, it has also become a tool in the hands of despots and crooks who seek to punish dissidents and political opponents. On the Senate floor, Wicker called out Turkey as one of the biggest abusers, as well as Russia, China, and Venezuela. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank you. From Salad Lucas Jackson, thank you. Thank you for always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. From Bravo Street Bakery, we thank you. Thank you for your support. Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online. 3in1giftcard.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details and don't miss the College Football Fix driven by Ford. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Super Talk Mississippi. Morning, fans. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Jim, Sally, hey, I just found out you're in Aries. Listen, if you have Virgo rising, give me a call. Jim, Madam Arcana at the Zodiac Restaurant. You don't pay that dinner tab. We're going to repo your birthday.
Well, we thank you so much for joining us here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. A little Rockford Files. That was uh, by special request on the all-hit request line there. Appreciate that, Rhino. So I was talking about this group, State Street Partners, I think is the name. Uh, excuse me, it's now State Street Global Advisors. So they have, um, used to be State Street Partners, I believe. Anyhow, they've got 4,000 employees across the globe, one of the lar- largest investment firms in the world at that level. Well, they have created this this hiring process that is somewhat tantamount to that which exists in the NFL. For every position in management, they must interview a minority candidate. That is a requirement. But they've now set up panels across the company that consist of four or five employees, and those panels include a woman and a person with a minority background. The panels do. And if a recruiter... If a recruiter, after interviewing all the candidates for a management position, selects a white male. Now, remember, the requirement is they must also interview minorities and females. And so, if they select the white male from the pool of candidates, the panel must grant permission to hire the white male. So, once again, qualifications, experience, value proposition, capabilities, none of that matters. Or it's very secondary at a minimum. The company says that, it, by the way, founded in 1792 in Boston. The company says it aims to triple the number of black, Asian, and minority staff in senior positions by 2023. I think that's a noble goal. But And they're a private company. They do whatever they want. I'm just pointing out that this is happening across our country. It's a bit pernicious in that it's not widely known or understood. Does this not seem like discrimination? Am I misnaming it by using that term? No, I think by definition that's discrimination. Now, what if it said, if the rule, the policy implemented by State Street Capital, Global Advisor, excuse me, what if the rule was, well, you have to get permission to hire a black female? Oh, there'd be outcry. Right. Gnashing of teeth. Right. Hashtags. I think you'd see violence. Honestly. I think you'd see some sort of repercussions along the lines of of violence and rioting. But it's just like the race lady said with respect to the white male. And I'm not forgiving them an advantage either. I'm for hiring the best person. Simple as that. I did it for a long time. 
was faced with those decisions. It's, it was just the best person. And we ended up with a very diverse company by just hiring the best person. Just worked out that way. No diversity and inclusion and equity. People on staff, no groups that were that oversaw that. No woke training every other day. None of that junk. No pronoun stuff. Just worked out. It's pretty simple. That's what you do in a performance achievement-based society. And one where outcomes are not based on that, well, then all bets are off. You're just checking boxes is what you're doing. You're only hurting everybody else by doing so. So I disagree with this approach. By the way... Yeah, I've got lots of text here on the on the uh, ceasefire text line. What if no minority applies? Depending on location, sometimes there are no minority applicants. I hear you. Uh, the best I can tell from the rule, you got to go find one. You just got to find someone that meets those criteria from a physical attributes perspective, and they got to be interviewed. Otherwise, you don't hire. That's what happens. So the position goes unfilled. Carolyn Starkville says it's reverse discrimination. It's just discrimination. <laughs> that is outright discrimination, says Mose. So, perfect example, says Ken, of hiring based entirely on, on race and sex. Brings up Kamala Harris. It is true. I mean, you will have to admit, Joe Biden did say, before he ever selected his VP candidate, it was going to be a female of color. I believe he said that, Rhino, specifically, definitively. And if you look at how he's appointed his cabinet, you might as well just get a grid out with all the, the various physical aspects of people in our country. And it's one of those, one of those, one of those, without any regard for who's the best person suited to do the job. Remember the tape we played? We ought to dig that one up again a few weeks ago, the University of Florida, and they interviewed some students, and it was about implementing those kinds of practices in the faculty and administration and so forth. Oh, yeah, they're all for that, or private companies. But when they asked them about that with respect to their football team, they got rather indignant. We couldn't do that. Our football team might not be any good. Remember that? Oh, you're a real logically thinking person there. Wow. So, by the way, um, let's see here. Our our buddy on the ceasefire text line here had something to say to us. He wants to know why we never say anything. This could be a she. I don't know. This person has not identified themselves. And, and by the way, here at the on the program, we only recognize two genders. Is that okay? You cool with that, Rhino? Fine with me. Okay, just two. So it's either he or she in our book. But why you never say anything about the law or the Constitution when it's not being applied to other races, and it happens every day? We talk about the law, we talk about the Constitution and the rule thereof. Regularly. I don't know that we've ever discussed it in the context of race, because it's... It's not applicable. It's, you know, if uh, 
If you believe in the concept of so-called blind justice with respect to the law or or equal application of the law in all situations without regard for these physical qualities. I I mean, that's, that's where my belief is. If you've got something you want to talk about specifically... Send send us the subject matter, and we'll take a look at it, at least. I won't promise you we'll talk about it, but we'll take a look at it. Or at least be willing to give an example of your asinine comments. <laughs> That'd be nice, too. I, I mean, so, I, honestly, what we're talking about with respect to this investment banking group, State Street Global Advisors, that, to some extent, seems to me like a conflict with law. How is it not? How is that not discrimination? Oh, and by the way, the managers who do the hiring, they don't get their bonuses unless they achieve certain minority hiring uh, uh, criteria. So you're bonusing people. Now, how's that going to work? You're not bonused to hiring the best performing individuals. You receive bonuses for hiring individuals that meet... This woke dogma, essentially. That's what's happening there. So apply that across society. What about in the classroom? Should we reward teachers for giving higher grades to minority students, even though they didn't earn it? Or should we reward them for for teaching people and producing good outcomes of the students that come through their classes? That's what we should be seeking that's how you make society better. Best position students with the content and information and training they need to succeed in life. That's what benefits all of us, regardless of their race and their gender. Clear thinking people don't care about that. They just care about results. Simple as that. Sanford and Son bumping us out of this one. We got more talk and then... At 12.05, Hank Burdine with the Mississippi Levy Commission is going to talk about the cancellation of the Yazoo Pump Project. Stay with us. We'll come right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 61. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold, low all the way down to 36. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. And for your Saturday, widespread frost early, then sunny skies, high near 68. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. 
I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is The Cutting Edge with DeKalb, Asgro, Delta Pine, Technical Agronomist, Greg Ferguson. So we pretty well wrapped up our corn crop and uh, really all in all had a pretty strong crop this year. The performers that we're really seeing this year now in our DeKalb brands are our, our 6599 performance is really strong across the board. Uh, it seems to fit just about wherever we want to put it. It tolerates dry land very well, so it's just a really strong variety, good disease resistance, and, and we've got a couple of others. Uh, one of our newer varieties, our Delta DeKalb 6999, has been very strong as well. It has been real good across the Delta and good in the hills where we see dry land situations, really good yields across the board there, whether it's irrigated or dry. And it does tend to seem to work on heavy clay very well, a lot like our 6744 does. That was Greg Ferguson, technical agronomist for DeKalb, Asgro, and Delta Pine. Be sure to sign up for local agronomic updates at growthesouth.com slash sign up. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Quest Dustin from Walnut. Lots of text rolling in here on the ceasefire text line. Sean and Clinton reminds that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's father and grandmother actually reside in Kenosha, so he had a reason to be there. I I just appreciate that, Sean. I just I don't see the relevance of that to the law here. I don't think there I don't think there is. 
it, it's just it's just trying to beef up. I think the prosecution's case that he was just there looking for trouble and went to kill people. I guess I don't know. Is their contention kind of crazy? So um, talking about this State Street deal. <laughs> The uh, our friend on the ceasefire text line says they probably did for years. That's why they're changing it. That's so what I think he or she is referring to is this uh, this new policy that essentially requires them to interview minority candidates for every management position and then get permission from a board to hire a white male for any position. I think what is being suggested there by the listener is that this company, this firm, was engaged in discriminatory practices. And so, uh, for a long time, for years, is the term used. So they're they're changing it to essentially, I, I guess, balance that out would be the implication. Here's the problem, though. That's been illegal for almost six decades. And in that time, they could have brought it before any number of judge or justices to get it taken care of, if that were the case. Just another example of trying to paint with a broad brush and being ignorant. And not only that, received a big old bump, bunch of money. Guarantee you. Uh, yeah, I'm not buying it. I'm not. I've just I've been around too many of these companies, too many of these firms. I've seen their the makeups of their staffs. I, I've got to know, and I'm talking about. Extremely large companies across the certainly the segment of the industry I worked in, but many of my customers, very large companies, and and then over sixty in the investment banking community, I had some dealings with. I just I don't, I'm not buying it. I'm sorry, I'm not buying that. There's this this deliberate systemic institutional racism being practiced in these companies. I'm just not buying it. Sorry. You can't provide any evidence, that, hence the use of the word probably, because you don't have any evidence that such was going on. But here's another key point. They don't have any evidence that we're racist, but they keep espousing that, too. <laughs> here's another key point, though, Rhino, that we're seeing daily in our society. The effort that is being advanced by the left to combat racism is racism. That's essentially what this is. Oh, this will fix it. Let's be racist. That's nonsensical. It's illogical. It's flat out dumb. Sorry, not buying it. Hmm. Oh, well. uh, We've got, uh, we said earlier, we've got Hank Burdine coming up uh, to talk about these Yazoo pumps. That should be a very interesting discussion. Also, news breaking, Rhino, that the judge in the Rittenhouse trial, he has banned MSNBC from the courthouse because apparently it's being reported that someone has been following around the jury. And I think I'm reading this right. I mean, this just broke. A person was observed following a bus that the jury uses to get to and from the building. And apparently, this person is somehow connected to MSNBC. 
You looking at that? This yeah, is the the person following the bus identified as being with MSNBC. Okay. MSNBC has not come out and verified that or denied it at this point, it seems like. Well, the judge just banned him. MSNBC. I can't wait to see what the race lady's got to say about that. The MSNBC race lady whose clip we played earlier, she's got to be really fuming over that one. Do you think a major network like that would would do that? Would um, I'm seeing another report from, what is this, Court TV. One of the people on there is saying that they know the person in question and that they were likely trying to line up interviews post-verdict. Oh, okay. It still doesn't look good. I see. Well, the judge not having anything of it. That doesn't seem right, though, does it? You're following around. I mean, somebody saw it. It's you got to believe the judge didn't act without some pretty clear evidence that something wrong was going on. Now, I don't know. Is that against some sort of court rules, policies, that you can't follow a bus around? I'm not sure. But I guess all he's saying is you can't come in the court. He does have, he does have such authority, I'm sure, to determine who can be admitted and who can't. It is time for a break right here. We're at the noon hour. We got Super Talk News, Fox News, and then Hank Burdine with the Mississippi Levy Commission at 12.05. Stay with us. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Karen McHugh. A rare display of bipartisanship in Washington as President Biden signs into law three bills supporting law enforcement, including a mental health support program for first responders. My hope is by giving more effective officers, more more officers access to confidentiality and high quality mental health resources, we're going to reduce the stigma around seeking help and uh, lead to better policing and prevent suicide. President speaking at the White House. A fight over gender identity and school policy is brewing in Wisconsin. A group of parents are suing the Kettle Moraine School District in Waukesha County, alleging the district is violating parents' constitutional rights by allowing students without parental consent to change their names and gender pronoun preferences. The Kettle Moraine School District has not responded to the lawsuit. Fox's Jeff Manasso. America is listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841-NOW. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Convicted killer David Cox died last night at Parchman. 
Jack Callahan with Fox has this report. Lethally injected for shooting his estranged wife more than a decade ago and letting her bleed to death while holding two of her children hostage. In his final statement, David Cox said he loved his children and wanted them to know he was a good man at one time. There was no death chamber confession about another case, but Mississippi's state prison commissioner says Cox left a letter behind to be mailed to the family of his sister-in-law, who disappeared in 2007. Cox reportedly was the last person to see her alive. And a Memphis man is in custody following an armed carjacking Sunday at the Olive Branch Walmart. 18-year-old Andre Jean Garner is charged with attempt to commit murder, armed carjacking, and conspiracy to commit a felony. One victim was struck by gunfire during an altercation. The investigation is ongoing and more arrests are expected. I'm Andy Davis. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi... I learned the Mississippi way, to be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle, getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine, to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. My son is not some statistic. My daughter's not a headline. My girl, she's not someone's agenda. What he, what she is, is irreplaceable. COVID hospitalizations of young people have tripled since the start of summer. So I talked to my daughter's doctor about COVID vaccines. She said they're highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths, even from the Delta variant. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. A Byron woman has pled guilty to embezzling mail. Janetta Williams delivered mail along a rural route in Hines County. In July 2019, agents found Williams in possession of open mail she did not deliver. She's scheduled to be sentenced on March 1st, 2022 and faces a maximum penalty of five years in prison. And children with intellectual disabilities in their last year of school may be able to find employment through Project Search. Chris Howard with the State Department of Rehab says the program is a partnership between their agency, a host employer, and a school district. And instead of going to school that last year, they're going to that host business. In most cases, it's a hospital. And they're doing a nine-month internship, Mm. and it's three different rotations. So they have classroom hours at, say, the hospital, for example, and then they're learning three different jobs. Howard says the majority of those that participate in the program end up finding a career. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work helped make your gathering possible. From the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey, sweet potato casserole, cream corn, and delicious pecan pie. Our Mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you. May God bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season. This message is brought to you by the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation and Farm Families of Mississippi. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi rocking into the afternoon here on the show joining us now hank burdine board member with the mississippi levy commission thanks for joining us hank what about these yazoo pumps i'm telling you it's a sad sad day for the south delta it's a sad day for the people of the state of mississippi and for the taxpayers of the united states the epa has chosen to rescind the record of decision and uh, reinstate the 2008 veto on these pumps. Uh, For 80 years, we've been promised the pumps. It was part of the Mississippi Rules and Tributaries Project. For 80 years, they have been promised, yet the completion of the very last pumping plant because it's a political football, has been pulled out again. There are 22 pumping plants that were approved and were built within 200-mile radius of the Yazoo backwater area, and the last to be built was this pump, and they say no. Uh, The sad part about that, not only for the environment, but you had... The back-to-back floods we had, the backwater floods we had, 2019-2020, there were 700 homes down there that were that went underwater. 94% of those homes were minority-occupied, and many of those homes remain uninhabitable today. Mm-hmm. Now, despite the Biden administration and the EPA administrators repeated insistence that the environmental justice is a priority. That means that the minorities are taken into major consideration in any decision made, and including a meeting with Michael Regan this past Sunday down at the steel biostructure where he had the opportunity to hear directly from those people that live down there. They chose to ignore the concerns of this community and said that no pumps will be built. Now, to me, pardon my friends, that's a chicken poop way of saying politics is involved in this thing, and it's a political deal, and we're just not going to do it. Now, there's, according to the Mississippi Levy Board, of which I am on, There's no project that better meets the goals of environmental justice as prioritized by the Biden administration and the EPA than this project. But without these pumps, there is no relief from this flooding. And the livelihoods and lives of our neighbors, 62% of whom are who 
are people of color. And 28 to 30 percent of them are living below the poverty line. And they chose just to throw them away, just to forget about it and go find somewhere else to live. To me, the Environmental Protection Agency should be called the Political Protection Agency. <laughs> They're not listening to facts. They're not listening to science. And they have nothing to do about down here protecting the environment, the trees, the wildlife, the fish, the people, the homes, the highways, the lives down there, all the crops. It's only about protecting their jobs and about the political uh, wherewithal that's involved in every bit of it. To me, it seems that anything that is involved with the last now, administration, no matter what science says, they want to kill it because they don't want anything to go down that had anything to do with the last administration. Hmm. And that's, that's, that's kind of pitiful. That's really pitiful. So is that kind of your take on it, Hank, that this is really just about, well, whatever the last administration did, we want to do the polar opposite as opposed to uh, that this decision is grounded in, in, in some sort of scientific or economic or other other basis or logic? If you look at the facts that the Corps of Engineers has stated and look at what's going on down there, it is a 100% positive environmental uh, attribute, these new pumps, mm-hmm. all the way around. Plus, it helps the environmental injustice out in a major, major way, then to me that says if they look at the facts and they look at the environmental injustice going on, then these pumps need to be built. There's no other way around getting the water off of that land while still leaving 400-and-something thousand acres underwater because of where the pumps would kick on at, the elevation they'd kick on at. And, you know, what is the Environmental Protection Agency supposed to look at? The pondberry plant is an endangered species that lives down there in the backwater area. Yeah. All right. In 2007, they counted 195 thriving colonies of the pondberry plant. In 2020, they went out to every one of those sites, and there were only 68 sites that were still alive. Pond bear cannot live under 8 to 12 feet of water for six months. We lost 65% of the endangered species of pond bear down there because the EPA said don't build the pumps. Hmm. Now, who is the EPA? What are they supposed to protect when they let something like that happen? And they'll only get worse. So did, did they provide an official statement explanation uh, for canceling the project? From what I have seen, they have just they have said that it will revert back to where it was in 2008, and I have not seen a specific uh, specifics that they put out yet. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So you you got another situation down here. They're listening to uh, radical environmental organizations that have yet to be down there and look at this thing when it's underwater. I went down, as I said before, as I have said before, took my boat down there at the elevation of 87. 
when the pumps would kick on and try to maintain that elevation. American River is one of the main uh, environmental concerns against it. Yeah. It says that it will drain all of the South Delta, that it will drain the Sunflower River. So at 87, I put my boat in, and I went down there, and as far up as I could go of the Sunflower River system, of the steel bio system, and Deer Creek, the rivers were still out of their bank. They were still in flood condition. So I, 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 I can't figure out what the, uh, what the thinking is unless it's a politically motivated situation, and I'm afraid that's what it is. Now, Cindy Hyde-Smith, our senator, and is extremely upset about this, mm-hmm. as is Roger Wicker. Cindy Hyde-Smith, and I'm looking at a statement she made right now. This is an absolute terrible day for the people who live in the Mississippi Delta, and even a sadder day for the country when an agency like the EPA refuses to do the right thing for the people. Yeah, we got statements from the governor and the uh, commissioner of insurance, Mike Cheney, and and also for Andy Gibbs from Andy Gibson as well. So yeah, it's I uh, mean, hmm. our governor Reeves said caused hundreds of millions of dollars in damage over the last twenty years alone. Yeah, seems like every and this is from the governor. Seems like every day the Biden administration finds a new way to fail Mississippi. Yeah, that's what he said exactly. Wow. So, it, uh, so what yeah. about the other states? Do, do other states have backwater pumps? Are we the only one that doesn't at this point? There are 22 other pumping uh, pumping plants within a 200-mile radius of where this plant would be that have their pumps and they're functional. During the, uh, the flyover two years ago, yeah. when the EPA came in here, and they got in during the during the backwater flood time. They took off from the airport, and they flew over the Louisiana side of the Mississippi River. That's probably where they left them. They left from Louisiana to come mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. And they were planting cotton. Hmm. They were working fields up. And they came across the Mississippi River. Yeah. And there, the South Delta was under eight feet of water. The land elevation in the South Delta is higher than the elevation in Louisiana. Hmm. And they said, what is going on here? Why are they farming and you are not? Because they have their pumps authorized, they have their pumps built, and their pumps were working, allowing them to farm that land. Yeah. That we had 580-something thousand acres underwater on the Mississippi side. Yeah. Hank, appreciate you coming on and uh, talking to us about that. We're going to stay on it. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon. Thank you, sir. Call me back. Thank you, bye. Hank Burdine, board member of the Mississippi Levy Commission, talking about the Biden administration's cancellation of the Yazoo pumps. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 61. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold, low all the way down to 36. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. And for your Saturday, widespread frost early, then sunny skies, high near 68. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. 
Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. All the folks in the Capital City metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dino Mike! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are back. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this. Friday Eve. On the ceasefire text line, Benny Thompson needs to be publicly called out by the governor on down. Issuing worthless statements about the president will do nothing to get the pumps done. The pressure needs to be completely on Thompson. Did he make a statement? We don't, we don't have that in our possession. I haven't looked for it. Um I do. I am in possession of the statements from the governor, Commissioner Cheney, of uh, the Commissioner of Insurance, and then Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson. 
But I don't know that I have anything from uh, Congressman Thompson to that effect. I, I do know that, as Hank said, our senators have condemned the Biden administration for this action. It, it You know, I think Hank really, I think he just kind of summarized it best you can, which is this is just a political move. This is political retribution. This is really not grounded in science. That's what it, it appears. And he had not. He indicated he had not seen, I guess, any so-called official statement from the EPA at this point uh, with respect to their reasoning. I just don't know that anybody saw this coming. I mean, that's that's kind of what's got me somewhat astounded. It just came out of the blue yesterday, and and the other thing is. Uh, again, we've been talking, as we do quite a bit on the show, about the the racial strife in this country, and much of which I think is misguided. But here's a case where, as Hank points out, the people that are mostly impacted by this decision, negatively impacted, are minorities, people of color. That seems to be inconsistent with uh, the narrative coming out of this administration, but it does make you think, does it not at least think, is this because of the the margin by which Trump carried the state? I mean, are we at that point now? Could that be in play? We saw the IRS do it during the Obama era. I'd be more willing to believe that it's political chicanery on the foundation of Mississippi senators voting against the infrastructure bill. Or Mississippi's House representative, excuse me. Okay. But you would think, though, that other states... Right. I mean, that's what I was looking for. Are there other states that are suffering the consequences of not getting behind the Build Back Better? Yeah. Could be. I mean, that's... Anything's plausible on the same no part of that, though. I agree. I hear you. Yeah, um, so that's the problem again, right? It's a vacuum, and when vacuums exist, then you have all sorts of speculation. That's what's happening here. We're speculating. We don't know. Keith Invaden says Thompson sent a letter to the EPA telling them to rethink the pumps. Yeah, the only statement I've found from Congressman Thompson was last not yesterday afternoon yeah where he responded to senator hyde smith accusing him of advocating for the yazoo pumps project in mississippi while not supporting it in washington uh thompson went on to say the senator is wrong i have gone on record in support of this project and it is documented now she has the burden to produce a list of the people i've spoken to against the pumps project if she cannot produce the list it's clear she is not telling the truth okay so he didn't really say anything about the pumps other than trying to score political points against Senator Cindy Hatt-Smith. Pandering somewhat. Thompson wrote a letter calling for a review of the latter resolution for the pumps to go back to the 2008 ruling. That's from C.J. in the Delta. Hmm. I don't know. Can the state help with the pumps? Or because it's the EPA, we can't. That's Tim and McGee. I'm not sure what it costs. My guess is it's a major cost issue, though. That's a, it's a good question, though, Tim. We'll have to ask somebody from the state government about that. 
Um, I, I would be interested to know as well. Wouldn't I would imagine if the state could come up with the money and started breaking ground and, and progress on it, you're not going to have some pencil pusher from the EPA show up and put a lock on the gate. Would think so. I think that's logical. Would agree. <laughs> Wouldn't a class action lawsuit be in order? That's William and Brandon. I sure. I I mean I I don't understand all the the legal requirements there, but heck, you can sue anything for just about anything, any reason, anybody for just about anything. I should say. I'm not an expert in class action lawsuits, but I'm pretty sure those are kind of pricey to get off the ground. Yeah, they are. They're not just your average everyday lawsuit. I think that's it right. It require a lot more paperwork. Yep. Which requires lawyers, and that requires money. Yep. Uh, that's exactly right. They do. That's why that's normally where you see them is where there is uh, money available. So Jason sent a lot of text in on the ceasefire text line, and he's he's just talking about his, his uh, I guess, training somewhat. Uh, on wildlife and environmental issues. He's a conservationist, says the pumps will cause more damage to the ecosystem than the flooding and debris. God knows what's going to each two-year. Yeah. So he says the only way to save the native plants and the animals is to knock down every dam and levee on the river and let it run naturally. Hmm. Otherwise, the flooding is unnatural and will eventually kill everything. I haven't heard that view, point. Appreciate that, though. Interesting. The pumps, won't, the pumps won't be installed until the land is sold and the trees are planted. That's from Thomas and Greenwood. Class action lawsuits being what if we took some of the build back better money of the infrastructure money that the state of Mississippi hasn't just built the pumps. I mean, the, the, it, there is a, a, a an available use of that money, not from not from uh, the infrastructure. But from the rescue plan that's got the $1.8 billion coming our way for for water. I was about to say, it's earmarked for water, so... I don't know if this qualifies for that. It's hmm, it's it, it's interesting uh, idea, though. Use the helicopter money, Biden's printing to build the pumps from Malcolm from Tishomingo. Yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about. I, I don't know, but so you got to wonder, is our state government looking into this? Not sure. I know we have statements from, like we said, the governor. You heard uh, Hank Verdine read at least part of the statement from the governor with respect to the Biden administration. Says their EPA realized the importance of protecting the Mississippi Delta and its residents when they allowed this project to be uh, to proceed. That was a long time ago. But President Biden is choosing to put radical environmentalists ahead of human lives and livelihoods, says the governor, he also goes on to say, my administration will fight this decision and stop at nothing until this project gets done. Sounds like from that is the plan. Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, I am disappointed in the Biden administration's lack of action to protect Mississippians and their property through the rejection of the Yazoo Pumps project. I have long farmed and worked that Delta area and understand the impact this cancellation will have on our agricultural community and Delta residents. I will continue to support and fight for the installation of the Yazoo Pumps. And then Commissioner Gibson, it's it's a rather long statement, but he goes into just more detail. But it's the same thing, just ex- expressing uh, disappointment and um, in some degree of frustration in the EPA's decision to retract its previous approval. He calls it an atrocity. So I think there's 
consensus, certainly amongst our state leaders that would be most involved in this, including the Levy Commission, that this is all just bad for the state. Hmm. There's another federal story that could have an impact on the Magnolia State, especially considering one of the topics they'll seemingly be discussing in the legislative session, because it doesn't look like a special session is going to get called to deal with marijuana, but a Republican representative from the state of South Carolina has introduced a bill that would decriminalize marijuana at the federal level. And it seems to be getting bipartisan support. Yeah. Well, you know, Biden actually talked about it on the campaign. Chuck Schumer said he wanted to get it done this year. It's Representative Mace, I think, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, from South Carolina. Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace. I've I've seen her interviewed before. It's kind of leading this charge. Gosh, that would sort of turn everything upside down, would it not? It would put a 3% federal excise tax on all marijuana products, but it would leave it up to the states whether or not they would actually legalize it at the state level, Yeah, according to what I see on the bill. Yeah. I also wanted to point out that a listener said that when I made the statement that in my business experience, a practice that we employed was to employ the best for a job that that uh, this listener considered that I was boasting, <laughs> tooting my own horn. I don't know how that is. The fact that I said that I believe in the the concept of hiring the best person for the job, I, that seems like pretty rational business thought to me. But. Some people just wake up looking for something to get <laughs> upset about. <laughs> we'll take a break right here. We got another half hour of talk coming your way on middays. Please stay with us. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fire. All color plants, soils, and mulches. 
Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Convicted killer David Cox died last night at Parchman. Jack Callahan with Fox has this report. Lethally injected for shooting his estranged wife more than a decade ago and letting her bleed to death while holding two of her children hostage. In his final statement, David Cox said he loved his children and wanted them to know he was a good man at one time. There was no death chamber confession about another case, but Mississippi's state prison commissioner says Cox left a letter behind to be mailed to the family of his sister-in-law, who disappeared in 2007. Cox reportedly was the last person to see her alive. And a Memphis man is in custody following an armed carjacking Sunday at the Olive Branch Walmart. 18-year-old Andre Jean Garner is charged with attempt to commit murder, armed carjacking, and conspiracy to commit a felony. One victim was struck by gunfire during an altercation. The investigation is ongoing and more arrests are expected. I'm Andy Davis. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Supertalk.fm. Middays 
with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. can't ever remember that one, that that's what that is. Well, it's because it's the movie theme from the Transformers movie. Uh, okay. Gotcha. That traumatic experience for all the little kids that went to the movie theater. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, although it's over 30 years old, Optimus Prime dies in the movie. No. No. Early in the movie. Say it ain't so. Wow. So, yeah, uh, some more texts coming in on the ceasefire text line uh, asking us about the uh, judge in the Rittenhouse case kicking MSNBC out of the courtroom trying to find out more, but it's got to do with what apparently was an MSNBC, I don't know if it's an employee or a subcontractor, they hired to go track the bus carrying the jury back and forth, transporting the jury, so as to kind of be first in line to get I guess, an interview uh, as soon as the verdict is rendered. So the judge said, out of the courtroom, I can't wait to hear the race lady enjoy Reed on that one. <laughs> what is she going to say? Was there? Did he cry when he said it? <laughs> White male tears? Oh, and my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so that's a pretty big deal, but... I guess we're going to get more news about that. Here, Paula Meridian says, said on Fox he was trying to photograph the jury. This is why they ought to be sequestered, huh? Yeah, and that's not even the the first allegation of people trying to photograph the jury. That happened on day one, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's been a crap fest. It, it is sad, though, if you think about it. Our system of justice, it ain't perfect. It's pretty dang good, though. And I think it's worked well. Overall, it needs reform. It, it, need, it's, it needs constant attention and adjustment. But overall, the system itself and the structure of it, it's brilliant, honestly. But now when you have a jury of your peers... You know, they, how could they not be thinking about personal repercussions based on the verdict that they render? How can you not? How can you just take that out of your head, just wipe it out of your mind, disregard it? I don't think you can. But it's sad. It's sad that our courts and our system works as designed But those serving on the jury, and it's not just them, lawyers, judges, everybody involved has got risk here, physical risk. That's sad. Oh, yeah, the judge has already been receiving death threats. That's terrible. Wishing harm on him, his family, his children. Of course. (laughs) Gosh, that's just, I, I find that disturbing that we've reached that point in this country, but you still have to say to a great extent, this is ginned up 
by the left. Who makes its living, essentially, by fomenting this racial division and forcing us all to filter everything through the race lens. The most refreshing, or one of the most refreshing uh, recent events to that effect came from the newly elected lieutenant governor, Winsome Sears of the Commonwealth of Virginia. She said people are tired of it. They are. Did you see where a Republican was uh, just elected mayor in Columbia, South Carolina? Like 30 years? Something to that effect? Last time a Republican served as the mayor? Is that right? I think it was 30. I'll say that was right. Yeah. yeah, that's the number that comes to mind. But Predominantly Democrat, uh, predominant Democrat city uh, residents, voters, came in and swooped it away. Doesn't that mean something? And if I'm not mistaken, Biden carried the area like by a huge margin. And it flipped here a year later. I think people are sick of it. And the lieutenant governor of Virginia articulated it well. They're just they're sick of this hating each other. They don't want to hate each other. And they don't want our government, our institutions, our businesses engaging in all this divisive talk and action. It's just It's not beneficial. It's not productive, as Condi Rice said on The View not so long ago. It's it's counterproductive. Now there's a research program underway at the University of Texas in Austin. They're teaching white four- and five-year-olds and their white caregivers about anti-black racism. Why even bring it up to a four-year-old, five-year-old? The researchers state the child must be white, four or five, and not yet enrolled in kindergarten. And the, and the caregiver must be white. Now, I don't know what qualifies as a caregiver. But, again, why? Why? Why are we doing that? Laws that treat people unfairly based on their race. This is, a, this is what they're trying to, I guess, expunge. These systems may not seem as directly racist, but there are still rules and laws that impact certain groups of people more than others. For example, kids in mostly black neighborhoods often go to schools that have less money for books and supplies compared to kids that go to schools in mostly white neighborhoods. Systemic racism can be hard to see, but being an upstander means learning to see unfair rules and laws and speaking out or taking action against them. But the people who claim to be their advocates are 100% against school choice that would address that issue. It's just unbelievable. They even have a a cheat sheet here, kind of in a cartoon format, talking about race and racism with young children. (laughs) Why do we got to talk to them about that? I... Does that not assume that at such a young age, they're already, I guess, starting to hold those views? 
Seems like that would be the assumption. In, in terms they want to teach them at such a, a young age, this is mind-boggling. Include race, racial identity, diversity, people of color, racism, unfairness, upstander laws, equal rights, and systemic racism. To four- and five-year-olds. Is that what you're worried about when you're four and five? You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. That shouldn't be thrust on you. You know what makes productive children? Allowing them to be children. This is anything but. In this march to mediocrity that I rail against on a regular basis, now there's a college professor, Nevada Community College. They've ruled against a professor who says the school is trying to fire him for standing against weakening math standards. It's the march to mediocrity. Truckee Meadows Community College said that the math professor violated several school codes when he codes when he protected, uh, protested, protested a new curriculum structure that essentially allows remedial math classes to count for college credit. So we got to catch you up to the high school level, which is just an indication of education failures at the lower levels, the secondary level. It's just unbelievable. So this is happening across our country. We continue to reduce standards in everything, everything, under this false pretense of equity, producing equal outcomes. We, we no longer focus on performance and production and value creation. Those don't seem to count. This is just wrong. And it's, uh, it's a major issue. But the good news is, man, folks are waking up. They're seeing this. By the way, today, <laughs> the um, Soviet-raised nominee is what I'm going to call her for the Treasury post, that, which would be the controller of the currency. It's within the Department of Treasury. She's being questioned on Capitol Hill today. I can't wait. I just saw Senator Kennedy from Louisiana on the screen questioning her. And he asked her if she was part of something called uh, the Young Pioneers. It's a com- it was a communist youth mass movement at her Soviet school in, uh, over in the Soviet Union. She is wearing I see a picture of her wearing the red scarf of the movement in a picture from 1980. Oh, really? That's who we want running the banking system in this country. A self-avowed communist who wrote a paper entitled Karl Marx's Economic Analysis and the Theory of Revolution in the Capital. She's a Marxist. Green Acres bumming us out for the final segment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Goodbye, City Life. Green Acres, we Shopping for that diamond engagement ring this holiday? Guys, you know it's what she really wants. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. Come shop Jennica Jewelry Company with the largest selection of diamond engagement rings in the state. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the loose diamonds of average jewelry stores. Every size, every shape, and every price range. At Jennica Jewelry Company, you get true, direct from the cutter, market pricing. And our guaranteed best price in the state. 
right up front. How refreshing is that? Pick your diamond and setting, then our goldsmiths set and size your ring ready for your big moment. We even have complete diamond engagement rings starting at under $1,200 and go as big as you want to go. We really do have an engagement ring for everyone. This Christmas, you've got to get to Junikers. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Come shop The Rogue, one of the South's oldest men's specialty stores for all your Christmas needs. Starting November 19th, spend $100 and receive a char pecan pie through November 24th. Perfect for Thanksgiving. With every purchase, you are registered for a $100 daily gift certificate giveaway, as well as our $1,000 gift card winner announced Christmas Eve. Enjoy complimentary gift wrapping for every purchase and plenty to choose from with inventory at season highs. Shop local. Shop The Rogue. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi.
We thank you so much for uh, joining us today on uh, Middays, Super Talk Mississippi. So this nominee for the Comptroller of the Currency, she got a little uh, legal trouble in her past. Turns out she stole $214 worth of merchandise in Madison, Wisconsin, when she was 28, 1995, retail theft. Stole it from a TJ Maxx store in Madison. This is going to be our controller of the currency. That's a lot of stuff to steal to TJ Maxx. I know, 214 bucks in 1995, mind you. That's a whole buggy and then some. <laughs> so, but the White House is determined that's, that's uh, their girl. That's, Comrade Comptroller. That's exactly right. It, this is the one, folks, uh, in case you missed us talking about it, uh, wants to eliminate the private banking system in this country and wants the federal government to essentially manage and operate your bank accounts. That's what she seeks. She also wants to put an end to the oil and gas industry. We played the tape here a few days ago on that. She wants them to go bankrupt. She wrote a paper called The People's Ledger, where she, and this is in 2021, early 2021. So what she's saying, by the way, her argument in defense of her communist Marxist leanings and this idea about eliminating the banking system and putting all the fossil fuels companies out of business, she's saying that she did all that when she was in college and she's changed since then. She wrote this People's Ledger this year. It's just a phase that I haven't <laughs> quite gotten out of yet. She, she also, um, she apparently was featured in a documentary film called "A Holes: A Theory," where she called Wall Street's culture a quintessential a hole industry. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's who you want running the uh, the banking system in this country. I think they're like. 1,900 banks or something, and I don't know how many trillion of assets. This is disturbing that that such an individual would be nominated. Of course, attended Moscow State University, and the Daily Mail is really good at doing expose-type writing. It's got these photos of her, I mean, in grade school and at the university with her, her scarf on that apparently is uh, some sort of symbol that that shows respect for linen. That's the, that's the sim- symbolism behind this red scarf. There you go. That's what you want. But Biden, he's a don't worry. He's a moderate. <laughs> Incredible. On the ceasefire text line uh, from our our racist friend says, "How is that you haven't heard all the trial, but you already got a verdict?" It's the superpower called critical thinking. <laughs> you know where you you have an analysis of the facts and then form a judgment based on your understanding and the understanding of the facts at hand. You mean an opinion, <laughs> a, a conclusion based on all the inputs. Shame on you. That's too logical, too rational, too sensible. You can't do that. It's a gotcha, eye-poking, whataboutism world, right? That's what apparently this person thinks. So I don't like to tangle up with people here on the text line. Honestly, I don't. But, man, when somebody comes out and just starts this kind of stuff, you got to address it, in my view. 
So I don't know that we, we don't have a verdict. We just have an opinion on what it should be. Last I checked, you could still have opinions in this country and, and express them. I know that probably country. offends whomever this is. They probably don't support that novel idea of the First Amendment. But we do here. Tim and McGee says he hates but listens to you every day. Awesome job. <laughs> oh, gosh. Remember in Rocky Four where the Russian said, I must break you. I must break you. I must break you. Seems like that's what's going on here. i I, I got to tell you, guys, I can't get over it. This this is a communist, a Marxist, who wants to, to totally eradicate the industry that she would be regulating. Just wants to completely do away with that part of our economy, that that sector of our economy. That is mind-boggling. But yet, if you, if you um, label Democrats as communists or Marxists, which I have done to their face and in social media, oh, they get so bent out of shape, so indignant. You're name-calling. I'm not name-calling. You freaking nominated somebody that said she's a communist. She grew up as a communist. She went to a communist university. She wrote papers expressing her Marxist communist beliefs and leanings. What do they say? Walks like a dog, wax like a dog, all that stuff. Isn't that what's going on here? Own it. Own it. Own it. Ooh, I'm getting fired up now, but we got to go. But we will be back with you tomorrow. We thank you so much for tuning in, as always, to Middays. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.